Hey, what up, everybody? Welcome to episode 55 of Stock Talk with Josh and Nico. This is a special episode, y'all. I'll say because this is more than likely our like our final episode of the year. So we're recording this what on December 23rd, right before Christmas Eve. So that's cool. It's kind of crazy how like this year went by fast. Um, yeah. Fast. Um, it was also a learning year. Learned a yes, lot about myself um, personally, and also when it comes to the stock market, things like that. So pretty cool, cool, cool. So I do want to do on this episode do like a little reflection of how both our years have went with the stock market and what we have learned. And I do want to also say before we also get started, make sure to follow us on TikTok at Stock Talk underscore Josh and Josh Nico and Facebook at Stock Talk with Josh and Nico. And, and also, we have a YouTube. I also have a YouTube Stock channel. Talk with Josh and Nico. And we have my Discord. Yep. Mm-hmm. I see your Discord begins some people in it. It has some people yeah. in it, but it kinda it kinda stalled. Well, that's you said about everything <laughs> too that we'd be doing. But yeah. Uh but yeah, we we back here for episode fifty five. So thank you all for we greatly appreciate all of the love and support you have given us for the past I don't know how many years we've been doing this for, like three years Since now? Since 2020, so this is our third year. Yeah, so thank you all for the love and support. But yeah, And, thank, and thank you to all the guests that have come on our show this year. Yeah, thank you for all the guests. We have some really great guests we, this we year. Have some, we have some good guests. I think so. after every single year, we be, we get better with the guests. We always get new people, yeah. Uh-huh. So that's really cool about it, but yeah. Nico, hmm. how, how you been doing, though? I've been good. Um, So I just looked at my account now, and so the, this year I my account's up 57%, which is really good. But at the same time, you have to consider all the losses I took last year. So really, it was like a makeup year. And I'm really, my account's not even where it was. Two, my account was higher two years ago than where it is now. So I'm still making up for all those losses of in 2022. Um, but nevertheless, it's still up 57%, which is really good. And uh, the NASDAQ's up 53%. So, you know, I'm happy that I, I'm happy I picked some of the stocks I did because I slightly outperformed. Um, and you know, sold off some of my Tesla shares this year. I'm trying to make Tesla a smaller position so it's not so impactful on my on my portfolio. But yeah, I'm uh I'm thankful. Yeah, I'm also thankful thankful for AMD. I think I'm up with like um was like thirteen percent something. Like that. Okay. Yeah, so I'm up on AMD. All my other stocks have been kind of like oh cool cool. I've been kind of like break even for most of it. Yeah. Um, I also put on a list. I want to talk about Roblox later on down the road because I okay. expected like a little bit more. But besides that, I've been kind of cool. I've been kind of cool. I'm, I won't say I have that large in return as you do, but I'm yeah. kind of like staying consistent, like a little bit above break even. So. Yeah. Well, I, f- I fell into a lot of those type of stocks. Like you said, Disney, a lot of those companies, they, they don't do anything. You know, I fell into a lot of those this year where you, you sit there yeah, and you wait. Too, yeah. You know, you sit there and wait and you, you, you let six months go by or nine months go by and it doesn't really move. Because you kind of like, you bought it expecting like some... A little yeah. bit more back. Yeah. And, it's like, and because sometimes that does happen. If you get, like, if you, maybe like an AMD or something, or like a Meta this year, like if you get into the right companies, um, when they're down like that and you see opportunity, they, they jump right back up, you, you know, normally a month later or two yeah. months later. Like Netflix did that, a bunch of companies did that. But then you have companies like Disney where they're, they, they, they don't move. They, you know, for over a year, they'll just stay at Disney's been at $90 or $100 for over a year now. And it's annoying, so that's why when I when I see those, I, I just I sell out of it um, if there if if it doesn't have any momentum, right? And the other thing you can do is when the stock does fall, let's say it falls thirty percent or whatever, don't buy it on that day or even sometimes even that week. I would wait at least a couple of weeks, wait for some time to go by. Most of the time, it'll keep falling. Then buy into it. Then it, it you you won't have to wait so long for it to recover. And then if you hold it for three months, like in, like Disney, and it doesn't move. 
then sell it. You know, you can you can get out and put it, your money somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of like switch topics a little bit. So first thing on the list, I want to talk about like the housing market in total, and especially like the last couple of weeks, month. Uh, housing has been like the main topic for everywhere you turn on TV, things like that. Mm-hmm. So it says, I see a tweet from um, the Kobisi letter on Twitter or slash X or whatever you want to call it. It says the average home payment is roughly 3332 a month. The average rent is 2184 Yeah, that's crazy. That's kind of crazy, crazy. That's kind of like, and a lot of people, like, they see those numbers and kind of think like a housing bubble might be on the way, like, like a big pop or anything like that. So, and the other the other thing I've been seeing statistics on is the 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 rise in the percentage of homeless people. Yeah, and you know we see it in Chicago. You know, obviously there's places like California that have it worse than others. But and then I think a lot of the migrants too coming in. That so, too. Yeah. That too. So it's like it's a just lot a, of people are like trying to like, especially in the city, Chicago, they trying to find like places for them to live. While also dealing with their own right. homeless people population, so yeah, because you got you know you got the tents everywhere. You got the the people trying to live in tents. You got them trying to fill out hotels and stuff, right? They mm-hmm. try to live in hotels. And then plus, with rent going up now, we also got people who's like living trying to make sure they're not out. even even people who aren't yeah, yeah even people who aren't super poor or struggling, like you know maybe people our age or a little bit older than us who are just buying their first house exactly. They yeah they have crazy you know if the average home payment is thirty three hundred a month that's crazy that's yeah. a lot, but yeah I don't know I will I mean but but see I guess that's just because the the rates are higher so that's why the Fed is talking about the next couple of months they're gonna drop those rates back down um, yeah I have you know I need to put that on the list though too yeah right? that's that's gonna be on the, that's that's on here too so once that happens that that'll probably take care of a lot of this problem and there's something else I put on the list too about office office loans that relates to that as well so yeah i mean it is really bad right now but i'm thinking when they drop these rates i think they're going to drop it i don't know if they gave a number i want to say maybe drop it in half or down to three percent or something that that should that should help a lot that should lower these i still think that can be a little scary though too because like i think the reason would be why are they cutting the rates too they're cutting the rates because they because they they fixed the inflation problem that we had the inflation we had a year ago of 10 percent is now down to three percent like you said, that's a good reason. But yeah. say if they would they be cutting it because of that reason, or just a slow or cut down, uh, stop a recession. So I think if they trying to do what you said, that's a good thing. But if they cut the rates because of the recession. Oh, that, that could be, be a negative aspect of it too. Well, not necessarily. I don't know. Not necessarily. I think. I think the okay because we were talking about a recession two years ago and a year ago, right? I, I feel like everyone talks about a every, recession every single year. Yeah, but in the last like two years, we there, after the pandemic, we definitely had more discussions about that. that Absolutely, was, that was more yeah. in the forefront. Yeah, and we had the supply chain problems, and then we had the inflation problem, right? And everything we we saw prices of everything, houses, groceries, everything went up, right? And now you know we're more used to it, and it's starting to regulate a little bit more. Yeah, and now they said the whatever, the number for this past year over year was only 3%. So they fixed the inflation thing. The prices are not jumping up as much. I was shocked last week when gas went from like $3 to $2.50 in, in one day. Yeah. So prices are getting a little bit better. Um, but as far as the recession now going into 2024, I don't know about that. I, I think we I think we already went through the tough times around the pandemic time and, and the year after. So I don't know. I think... I think if they cut rates, it'll be fine. I think people are waiting for rates to be cut because how we said people who are buying their first home or something or people who are homeless, 
it, it's gonna it's gonna help them. I don't I don't see how that would I don't see how cutting rates would. I, I'm also kind of like concerned like how stock how the stock market would kind of take the that too. Well, that's something that's something else I but thought like, about too. We, we we all don't know that. Well, we don't know the answer, but I am kind of like concerned like how would the stock market it's, take it's, that? It's it's gonna be good though. It's gonna be good. Think so? But well, okay. So the first thing you have to look at is okay. Like right now, I I've been talking about this for months with with like all these CDs you have available with all these uh, certain savings accounts like Robinhood where they pay you 5% interest, yeah. right? Because the rates are at 5%. So I'm, I've been putting a bunch of money, and I know other people who do the same. I've been putting a bunch of money into my Robinhood account be, just because they're paying me every month. They're paying me that 5% interest. That's that's It's not great, but it's, it's good enough yeah. to put money there. Uh-huh. Um, and that's going to keep a lot of people out of dividend stocks because all, normally if people want passive income, for retirement or whatever reason, they're going to put a lot of it into dividend stocks. And most of the time, dividend stocks pay, you know, 2%, 4%, maybe 6% if you're lucky. So 5% is pretty strong. But what's going to happen now is the, the Fed's most likely going to cut rates in early 2024, and then people aren't going to be able to earn that 5% anymore, and so they're going to have to go back to dividend stocks. Mm-hmm. So those dividend stocks will go back up. And you could even say the general market will go back up. But, but, but what you have to think about is are people already planning for that? Because, the thing, again, the index is up 55%. The S&P is up a little bit less. But still, the, the, the stock market as a whole this year has done really well. So people are probably already thinking about that, it's especially when the Fed says, oh, you know, Q1 of 2024, we're planning to cut rates. Well, then people are, are already expecting it. So you Kind of bracing for it. Yeah, yeah, you know. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, but the housing market is kind of like I'm very like, – I think that's the main thing we should be like all – most of us should be thinking about. Yeah. But a lot of times it's still a little bit more – it's still more cost-efficient to rent instead of buy. Sometimes it depends I think because so of the too. rates, though, too. I but think so I, I think that's why the rents are up now, too, because people who rent out homes and things like that, apartments, they know that. That's yeah. why they can just jack up the prices. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, what what's interesting is people always say, oh, you know – um, Invest buying buying the home instead of like renting. They say renting is a waste of money. They say buying a home is is one of the best investments you can make. But I read a book this summer called The Wealthy Renter, and he talks about how renting is is not so bad, and that you actually all the all the ways you're losing out on money from owning a home. Whether that's like if you rent, you don't have to pay for certain things, right? Like you if you if you rent, you don't have to take care of lawn care stuff like that right fixing things around the house you ain't got to worry about the water heater going out yeah but if you own the house you have to pay for all that mm-hmm. stuff so over time you're spending a, a ton of money so is it really that great of an investment if it's costing you a bunch of money yeah you know mm-hmm. something to think about yeah um I, I think i also had another question uh, so we brought up like the market crashing so i had a question should you be scared when someone says the market will crash uh, well, let's year. let's go in order. Let's go in order. Okay, well, go in order. Go in order there. So let's switch it up now. Um, so we all love this company. I'm not wearing Nike shoes though. But yeah, <laughs> I usually do though. But Nike, the stock falls 11 percent. Nico, this was somewhat surprising to me. I have to say. Think so? Okay. So this. So what happened was prior to this, this week when when that happened, the week before, I want to say maybe around two weeks ago. The stock topped out at what, 123, 124, something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm up. I bought my shares at about 101 dollars, I think. So I'm up. I was up, whatever, 20 or 25 percent. I think I have 20 shares. So I think, yeah, I think I have 20 shares. I said, okay, I'm gonna sell a little bit because you know Nike had a nice run, and there's a chance that it could fall back down. 
so I sold a couple shares, right? And then this news came out, and the stock fell 11%, so I bought back those two shares 11% cheaper. So it actually it worked out because in a year from now, I do think Nike will be over $120 a share, right? I think it'll be higher up. It's but a very safe stock, also. You, Yeah, yeah, but you... Because I still think it's going to be around for the next yeah. 24. Plus years, so right? Yeah. It, it, it'd be hard. It'd be hard to picture a scenario where Nike just starts going downhill, you know, year after year from now, from here on out. So, um, but you could say the same thing about a lot of stocks. Like, look, look at Disney, look at Walgreens. You know, you could make the argument for a bunch of true, big yeah. corporations. But Nike, you know, it's another one. Whatever. It's it's a you got you got to measure that risk to reward. But anyways, the earnings came out and. I, I think I think the stock fell too much. Okay, so they so the reason the stock fell is because they cut revenue. Okay, they cut their revenue expectations. But they only they're they're only expecting revenue was only down two percent. We're talking about a two percent decrease in revenue. Okay, so yeah, they're not growing, so it's not great. It's not great news. But it's only down two percent. At the same time, it says brand Nike Direct and brand digital sales were up four percent and six percent. So remember. They kind of shifted from I think they did they take their stuff out of Foot Locker something yeah. like that where they yeah. wanted more direct to consumer mm -hmm. business than going through Foot Locker and these other things right now I'm pretty sure what I, I we, we might have talked about this before in the show but I'm pretty sure this hurt this hurt Nike and Foot Locker in different ways because Foot Locker was bringing Nike more business I think that's why revenue is down but at the same time that's why margins and this direct to consumer stuff is up. Because Nike's selling direct to consumer, and I think Foot Locker is struggling too. I want to say Foot Locker is struggling. Their revenue is probably down as well, because Nike's not, you know, working with them. Um, and to add to that, they also Nike says they're going to cut within the next three years. Is they already doing layoffs too? Well, it says it says they're they're cutting costs by two billion dollars over the next three years. Yeah. So yeah, maybe they're maybe they're laying off people too. Um, so I don't know. It seems like the bad news is very small, and there's some other good news to go with it. So that's why I feel like this 11% drop is, I don't know. I don't. I feel like it's overdone. I don't think it's that bad. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like the investors, like, they had, like, a great margin, so they just yeah. sold. That's that what be, it really sounded like to be, me, though. That could be. So I don't know. I think that there was analysts saying that they're not they're not inventing enough new stuff or they're not coming out with new products and stuff. What company's really coming out with new profits, new things though? What company is? Yeah. Um, I don't know what what shoe brand is. No, just in general. Can you name ten of them? That's like really innovating and pushing their probably their like Meta stuff? and Apple and the, the 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 usual companies. Who else though? I don't know. I got okay. I can say Meta with the Quest stuff that yeah. they're doing. Um, the but headsets, that, the VR stuff. Yeah, but that was around a couple years ago, though. I'm just saying, the like, AI products, like AI is one Salesforce, of Adobe, companies like that, maybe that are using AI. ChatGPT, Microsoft. So besides AI, what's the next big thing that people? I don't are, know. If we're talking about shoes and clothing, I, and I just don't like how that's like a negative though. For yeah. Nike in particular, like yeah. maybe you could say Apple, like yeah, the iPhone's been the same because they should be an innovative account. company. But Nike. What are they going to do? Invent a new sneaker or something? One that can fly? I'll help you fly? Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. I know. But, yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I'm just saying. I don't like when people like say that for yeah. different, like, different companies like that. But, but, but at the same time, you're right. But that's the problem. That's, that's why stocks like that, the, the Verizon, 
the Walgreens, some of these companies. That's why the stocks don't move. Or you could even use Disney. You could Disney's not really a I don't know if I'd call them an innovative company. They kind of just do the same thing over and over, unless they're coming out with new content, movies, I guess you could say. But has it been a new Mickey Mouse recently? No. Okay. But 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 what I'm saying is, you have a fair argument. But that's at the same time, if they're not growing and changing stuff, or you know, increasing earnings in some way, that's why the stock won't move. Then that's why that turns into a bad investment. Mm-hmm. So you do have to be care- you, you kind of want to be in the companies who who are inventing new stuff or. Growing in some way, I don't know, developing new revenue Of course, streams. yeah, but I'm just saying, like, how many companies are really Right, you're, and you're right, you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. Okay, on to the next thing. So I read this in one of my emails. This is interesting. This this goes back to what we just talked about 10 minutes ago. This says 10 to 20% of all commercial real estate loans could default, and banks could lose about $160 billion due to interest rate hikes and remote work, both affecting this. So... Mm-hmm. We have 14% of all loans and 44% of office loans are in negative equity, which means that their current values are less than the outstanding loan balances, okay? Hmm. So they are underwater, right? They're in debt. It doesn't look good. I, I wonder what, like, student loans would be part of this, though, too. Would they, too? Yeah, that, that's interesting. I mean, that would be interesting, too. Based on commercial real estate. Yeah. But this is different. Yeah, yeah, this is for commercial real estate. So this is for offices and stuff because remember, you know, the the, cor- the the corporations and businesses, they haven't gone back to all the before twenty twenty. Right, ex- mm-hmm. right, exactly. So you have that, and then you have the interest rates also making the loans, you know, the loan payments are going to be higher. So it's a problem. But again, now this goes back to what we just said. Same thing with the housing market and all that other stuff. Once the Fed cuts these rates coming up, that will that that will help. It might not. Might not fix it completely, but it'll help. Yeah, and this also be an interesting look at next couple of years, like when the pandemic first started. Seeing how Amazon's built, kept building stuff, kept building stuff. I actually think they're building something out in uh, Portage, in Indiana, like something. Oh, I saw right. like like a data center or something like that. So they constantly building some stuff. So I wonder how when the smoke clears down, they don't people are not buying from online as much as they were in 2020 to kind of go into stores. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I wonder like how but that's, that's already that's a, I think that's already happened. I think that phenomenon of people of the heavy online buying that happened in 2020 and and slow down for them and 2021, you could say. I will outside but when you go outside too. The st- stores are packed. Are Lines, they? yeah, the malls they're packed. I guess I was at Chicago Ridge, packed. Orland, packed. Uh, what's another mall? Yeah, those two malls packed. Okay. Okay, I guess. I guess. I guess that's fair. Yeah, a lot of the like the little strip malls around. With like yeah. one, two stores and things like that. Those are packed though too. So people are actually going outside and buying. But but I want to say, I want to say Amazon just said a couple of weeks ago that there was it for Black. Yeah yeah. I think for Black Friday around that time, I think they had record. Them them and Shopify both had record breaking numbers for those for those weeks. Yeah, but so, that's also Black Friday though too. It's Black Friday. So you can say, let's say Walmart, they had right record numbers. Well, not record numbers, but their numbers went up compared to. A year or two ago from as well. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Once the Fed raises, or I'm sorry, not raises, once they cut rates, we'll see how that affects this. So but, you think the same, um, the problems that we have with the bank closure this past year, what's that, Yeah, first couple months of the year? It's the same might, thing. It's the same thing. You might think it's going to be the same thing? The Fed's going to have to come out and save a couple? No, because because that that thing you're talking about where they went underwater just like this is because the rates went up. Went up, yeah. 
But when rates go down, that's going to help. That's going to help. Okay. And that's what I was about to say was banks in this situation, since they're saying banks could lose about $160 billion, that I mean, that's that's something to think about if you're investing in bank stocks because this, this year I bought U.S. Bank and I bought um, – what else did I buy? Do you remember? I bought two bank stocks, U.S. Bank and uh, – Bank of America, Bank of America. Was, oh, you bought Bank of America too? So? Yeah, yeah, I bought it too. So I bought those. I want to say I made, I don't know. I sold out of. I hold. I hold them. I held them for six months. I probably made twenty percent, something like that. I don't know, ten, twenty, thirty percent. Um, I still got most of my Bank of America. I think. What what price is it at? It hasn't moved. Much, no, it's been right? the same, honestly. Yeah, I should have sold it. it. You yeah. see, and I remember that, I sold a couple shares, but I should have sold all of it. Yeah, yeah. you see that, that that, and I remember for those banks. There was like a period, like a month or two later, it it was up, it was up like twenty five, thirty percent. I was like, okay, this is good. We're finally moving up, and then it went back down. Mm-hmm. That's why I always say, like, when you see those spikes, don't think that the stock can keep running forever. Um, sell some of those shares, but at the same time, guess what else I had I had happened to me this year? I had companies like Adobe and Intuit, especially Adobe. Adobe, since I recommended that stock and I bought shares. Adobe is pretty much up 100%. I would have doubled my money if I still had those shares. And I would have sold, you know, any time in the last month or so. Mm-hmm. I sold my shares when I was up, like, only, like, 50 or 60%. So I made 50 or 60%, which is great, but I could have made 100% if I just held for an extra month or two. Um, so you got to be careful. Don't sell all your shares when it when you get a pop in the stock, but don't just sit there and do nothing. Otherwise, you end up like Josh, where you still have all your shares and <laughs> yeah. you never made any money. Then you sad and depressed. So you really got to find that balance. You really got to be careful. You know, I think a a bank. See, it's just it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. The bank stocks didn't move. Disney didn't move, but Adobe went up a hundred percent, right? So you could have made the argument that Disney could have done the same thing, or the bank stock could have done the same thing. But I think Adobe. I think the main thing with that is. The AI, I think the AI revolution thing really helped them out. I think when they integrated that with their software, that probably got investors more excited for that because it's a tech company, it's a software company. That's probably where Wall Street wants to put more money versus Bank of America, who's probably not going to, you know, grow earnings as fast. And Disney still hasn't, you know, they haven't turned things around yet, so it's not like their earnings are jumping up. And they got some... Stuff they got to deal with. They, yeah, they got something they got to deal with. Adobe, on the other hand, they, who knows? They could have huge. I love Adobe. Yeah, I like I like it too. I, I use Adobe to um, edit the podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. you see, so just you really got to find that balance. Like you really got to be careful and find. Okay, where am I gonna? How many shares am I gonna sell at what prices? You know, don't be too greedy. Don't don't wait forever for the stock to, to go to up a million percent. But but you know. You got you got to sell something. You got to sell something. Try and make a profit. Try and make a profit. Try to yeah yeah. Try to make you a got, profit. You got you got to you got to balance it. It's it's hard. It's hard because I struggle with it too. Yeah. But okay, on to our next topic. Round here. of applause too. I like this one. Keeping um in line with the bank discussion, we have news that the Wells Fargo, located in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is the first major bank to have employees unionize. Beautiful okay. history. And it Beautiful was, was kind of it was kind of hinting at like this year being the year where we see unions becoming more popular in different industries. I feel like every worker in every single sector of job should be in a union. I know unionize. Yeah. Yes. It might be a good idea. But no, it'd be a great idea. Now Wells Fargo, they said 
They said, um, they said that's fine, but we think that that they still the, the employees would be better off having talking with the company or whatever, working with the company. So of course, of, they of course say they're that. saying that, yeah. you know. <laughs> but I mean, but no, I'm, I am kind of you know what I'm scared about it like closing the next year. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, but no, shout out to them. Shout out to the workers out in um, New Mexico, Albuquerque. That's yeah. big, big news, big news. You know, there's there's got to be a balance there. You know, like the 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 company can't have too much power over the employees, but the employees can't put the company out of business. Yeah. You know, so there's got to be a, a balance. Okay, you could, you want to announce our next topic? But now, real sure? quick though, um, yeah. So this kind of been like the year of like the unionization though too. Yeah. Whether well, UPS had having their stuff to do yep. with it was something else going on. Ford, too. Ford, Ford one. yeah, that was a big one. And then with the bank the writer strike. Right, right. There, there's, there's a, a there's of, a big ones. There's big ones. Yeah, it was a year of the union for sure, for sure. But yeah, I'm yeah. just very happy because I know how like, no, as like people working, like we sometimes hate our job, like some more than others, and like dealing with like all of the hardships of having to make like a living, things like that. I'm just happy people were able to do this for not only for themselves but also how about their families. You know what though? You know what? Like that. Okay, so my mom works in the steel mill, right? So she she has a she's in the union. Um. She says they. She says they can't always fix things, so they can't always help her with things. Yeah, I, I think also depends on like yeah. You know? uh, it depends on the union though too. But I think a lot of people would still rather have a union. Yeah, yeah. Instead, like when you go home and when you say, I ask her like, would you rather be in a union or not be in one? Yeah. And see what she says. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's interesting dynamics there, but all you can do is try to try to balance it out. Yeah, but um, next topic is you know the your president, uh, Mr. Oh, yeah. Biden. The Biden administration offers billions in tax credits to incentivize high hydrogen producers to build more sustainable energy. So, like we we've brought this up a little bit during the whole when we used to talk about Tesla and EVs and stuff, and that was new. That's been kind of part of like his whole entire campaign, though, too. Well, he is like a Democrat. Essence? They kind of, uh, well, no, he is a dead Democrat, though. So they do going to be more on the the sustainable energy thing. Yeah. yeah, but but it's the last three years really have been more so about electric. Than they have. I mean, there's been small talks about these other things like hydro powered or or hydrogen, um, but th- I mean, this is I, I think this is something new because in when I started investing in Tesla 2019 or whatever, that's when there was like those strong $7,500 tax credits yeah. for ele- for EV producers. But now they're doing it for hydrogen producing. So and I and I think Toyota a couple years ago Toyota was working on a vehicle that was hydrogen. Um, What's the word? Hydrogen fueled. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it went through. I don't know. I don't know what's the thing with that. But this is interesting. This is this is cool. Yeah, and I'll just uh this is after the next week or two. It's gonna be twenty twenty four. You know what happens in twenty twenty four? We have a new president coming. The election and also what's that, twenty twenty five EVs with cars, all of that, cars and Oh all. yeah, we'll see about that. So um yeah, so next things next couple months you see about the Biden administration will be regarding and for the election. So kind of be wary of the things that you see in here from any type of presidential election or even like political. Like they do senators too? Yeah. Yeah, Well, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, so be kind of wary of what you hear from politicians from the next year. Especially the administration in office, they're going to try to make things better, right? It is a nice thing. It is a nice thing, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, we kind of already talked about this, but the next thing on our list is how does interest rates, how do, how does cutting interest rates affect the economy? 
And we kind of already pretty much. Yeah, we kind of talked about it in the first part. So we kind of hit most of those points. Um, you know, yeah, but my main concern, like I was saying, was just what's the reason of them doing it for? They're so doing it, be, it. You say that, yes, I understand that because they won the fight on inflation. But is it because of that or are they trying to do anything? Is it because of like more of a reaction to the recession? recession that we might possibly have. So I'm not saying that yeah, is the but, reason, but I am something to think of. Okay. But if you had, if inflation was the problem and remember back in the inflation times, they said, Oh, we're, we're we might go into a recession. Uh-huh. Right. Because things were costing too much. Well, they fixed that now. Right. They brought the prices That's down. That's what they say. Yeah. That's okay. What they say. So now what would you do if the rates are up and now, and now the problem is that people are struggling to pay to get loans and stuff for, for houses or whatever. Well, you're going to, you're going to cut rates, right? You're going to cut rates. So that it so that it goes back down and it fixes some of like this bank stuff we just talked about, right? So it's not like I don't see it as something bad. Okay. Yeah, it's just something I'm just like I'm back in my mind just thinking about. It. But yeah, I do think I do. Want how would we race. have a recession? A lot of things. A lot of people say the housing bubble. Somebody like because of that. Yeah, but the. Never yeah, enough. but but the housing bubble thing, like what we just talked about, where the the things are underwater, the loans are underwater. That's going to get better point, yeah. as you cut when that's you cut point. rates. Mm-hmm. That that's what I'm saying. Cut, cutting rates is, it makes sense. That's what you. That's what that was. That was the plan. The plan was to raise rates to fix the inflation, and then now now that inflation's gone, cut rates. Yeah, I got you. Okay, thoughts in the year 2023. Um, did we talk about this? We kind of lost over, but yeah. Um, we pretty much did. It kind of went by fast, like we were saying in the beginning. Um, I learned a lot about um, stock market in general, like how to play it, things like that. It's, I, I kind of learned, like, not get too emotional for some things. Like, you kind of got to think of it, sit back, and just think of it like it's not something. The stock market isn't something you can, like, really as a person, like, manipulate yeah. by yourself. Okay, I know, I know what I could say about this. Um, a month ago on the sh- on the podcast, I said – like, yeah, well, and we are both kind of learning too. Like, yeah, we're definitely still. Learning. That's what you about to go say, but yeah, we are kind of like learning, like what what strategy. style is best for us. Style strategy is best for us. Yeah, so. because you know when we first for the the first year or two of this show, I was pretty big on stock picking. Right, I watched YouTube videos. Yeah. I kind of we we were in like a pretty bullish market for most of that time. So pretty much anything you bought in the the pandemic times, it it went up. Right, so I was pretty big on stock picking. I was like, oh, it's not that hard. But then this year, I as we went through tougher times in 2022, I kind of changed my mind and said, okay, just go with the index fund. You can average whatever, 10, 12, 15% per year, and you don't have to do anything. It's easy. Um, and you don't have to worry about picking stocks and you know losing money and stuff. But then I watched this video on YouTube a couple weeks ago, and he what he talked about was in the S&P 500, how many stocks outperformed the index this year. And you know how many it was? How many? What was it? So now we're looking at the S&P. So the S&P did not have as good of a year as the NASDAQ. That's why I always say invest in the NASDAQ because it always outperforms. But the point is the S&P 500, if you invested in that, I think it's up. It doesn't matter. I think it's up 30%, 35% this year. The point is out of those, if you bought the index, you'd be up a certain amount, right? Out of those 500 companies, about 120, I think it was 120, 130, something like that, outperformed. Mm-hmm. So you had a one in four chance. Out of those 500, out of those 500 stocks, you could pick one out of four of them. 25% of them outperformed the, the index. 
It didn't outperform the NASDAQ. It outperformed the S&P. But you could probably do the same calculation for NASDAQ and just pick, you know, a quarter of them to outperform. So I don't think I don't think it's that hard. I I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm not you know, I'm not gonna say I'm not make I'm not trying to make it sound easier like I'm a pro at it, but with those statistics, it shows you that you have a better chance than I thought. And then the other thing he talked about was this was this is actually a a lower year for that. So he it was showing in previous years it's normally like thirty, forty, fifty percent of the stocks in the S and P outperformed. So then you have like a one in three chance or a one in two chance of picking these companies. And I mean, you could like, a lot of times you could, you don't have to, you don't have to be a genius to see which companies are going to outperform, right? You could, mm-hmm. you can pr- get a pretty good idea. So I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm still, you know, I'm still experimenting myself. I've been investing for what, seven years now, right? This is my seventh year. Man. Okay. I think seven, wait. Yeah. Seven years. Sorry, it's 17, right? But I started when I was 17 and I'm 24. So, God, you're old. I know, right? <laughs> so this is my seventh year, and so my thing, my thing has been I've averaged forty percent returns, okay, but that is still not accurate because I invested in Tesla, which skyrocketed things, so that doesn't count. So over the next five years, will I be able to get forty percent a year? I don't know. It's it's possible, um, but we'll see. So you know, I'm still experimenting myself to see if picking stocks is actually worthwhile and if it's actually you know realistic to to consistently beat it but that's my stance josh um no that's good that's good but yeah um like i said i'm also learning trying to figure out what's my style was best for me um my strategy but yeah i don't know it's just been kind of it's kind of like i said with my style it's kind of been like laid back it's not like i haven't seen big jumps um Good, thank God, not any two big losses besides um, Roblox. But really, yeah, I mean, not really Roblox, but I expected more from Roblox, though. <coughs> what happened with Roblox? It's just that, like, I don't know. Let me see. I think that that's what my expectations. I, it wasn't like a big loss, but I expected like a little bit more from when I first bought it. But I think that was like also. Oh my God! Stuff. It's up seventy four percent on the year. No, I expected more. Though. What? That's what do you mean? That's a lot. No, but I bought it at like sixty something. I think. Go back to um, oh, that's not good. I wouldn't have done that. I see. So if you bought it at twenty five bucks, then you're up yeah. seventy four. I bought it like in the fifty sixty dollar range or something. Oh, so I'm well, just it like been... barely. When did you buy it? Wait, what? What was it back in um? In August of twenty twenty two was fifty one. Do February? I think it was February when I bought it. No, because that, that was the highest it was in the last three, in the last two years. So yeah, I thought Unless I bought, you bought it... it back here in early twenty twenty two at seventy dollars. That's when I bought it. Oh God! I had that for so a year. Had, you've had it for almost two years. Almost now. had it for two years. Yeah, almost had it for two years. Oh well, that makes sense. Then I see what you're saying. So it hasn't. Yeah, no, I see like a lot of kids playing it. So <coughs> I kind of like when I also look at it, like I'm also like looking at like how popular it is. Yeah, things like that. And you know, kids love Roblox. But see, the, the thing is, I don't think this company's made a profit, and the the market cap's still at 28 billion. That that's how I've I felt about this company since for the last two years. Yeah, but they do they did do good this year. So I am kind of like. Okay. Like, okay. Cool. I'm. I'm. I'm actually interested in seeing. Let's see what they're. Are they growing? Are they close to making a profit? I mean, that's why I. I don't like those. Um. Those companies, where they they have valuations of thirty, forty billion, but they don't make any money. I'm kind of over that. Like I, I've lost so much money with companies. But you know like, the one thing about Roblox though, it's been around for so long. Though. Has it? Too. Oh wow. I think Roblox was around when we were like kids. Oh, 2004. Wow. 
Yeah, like, you know what's crazy, though? When, like, Roblox first came out, when I first heard about it, I was, like, nine. I thought it was, like, for nerds. Hmm. And, like, every kid plays it now. Okay, so in the last, well, see, these last And the one thing years, about Roblox 2 that helped them out a lot this year, they went on to the PlayStation store. So you can now buy oh, it, like, on the PlayStation. Okay. I think Xbox right. is too. So, but, yeah. so, look, okay. So, yeah, we had some growth here, right? Of course, there, during the pandemic, there was huge growth. Now the growth is not that much. They're only doing $2 billion of revenue. The company's worth. The company's trading at a thirty billion dollar valuation. So of mm-hmm. course that's that's nothing. And then let's go to profits. I'm sure it's nothing. I'm sure, yeah, it's negative. They're they're losing more and more money every year. Shame. So they just lost almost a billion dollars. So you you just bought something for thirty billion. That's losing a billion a year. You see why would you do that? Shame. No, you actually bought it way more because because this is now. So you bought yours at like a thirty five or forty billion dollar company. Something like that. Yeah. Shame. You bought a company that loses more and more money every year. Shame. But what's it at now? Like 50-something? 45, 46. So it, it, I'm telling I you, mean, as soon as it gets back to 60, I'm selling it. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? It could keep Yeah, but no, I still up, got but, faith in it, though. I still got faith in it, though. All right. Like, the one thing about PlayStation, that was a bonus. They got more people playing it, more kids Yeah, so there's, there might be a future. You just have to wait. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so we talked about oh predictions for 2024. What's our predictions for 2024? Uh, the market can go as low as 50%. The market can go up as high as 50%. Okay, I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna remain bullish. I'm gonna say we're not gonna have a bad year. I don't think it's gonna be negative. I don't, I don't even think it would be flat. I want to say, I think I think we're gonna have around an average year. I think we're gonna have around a twelve percent, a twelve percent increase for the Nasdaq. Mm-hmm. That that's that's my guess. That's my estimate. I think we went. Through this period, from 2021 until 2023, really, let's just say 2022. 2022 as a year was really bad. I think we went through as worse as you can pretty much get. Definitely, yeah. 2023 was as pretty much as good as you can possibly get. So I think that balances out. That V we have right there over the like last that? two years, I think that balances it out. So now we're literally at the point we were two years ago. So now I think 2024 is is set up and ready to go for just it doesn't need to skyrocket more, but I don't see it going back down. I think it's just gonna. You don't see a big loss. No, there's gonna be some negatives. I don't see like. No, a I don't. I don't see. Do you see going, any at all? Okay. No. I'm talking. About, I'm talking about the index as a performance. For, oh, okay, for the I year. got you. Yeah. I think it's gonna for go up young, 10, okay. t- between ten and twenty percent, maybe fifteen percent. That I, I think that's realistic. Okay, up next. What's Will that? Zoom uh, ever go back to $100? That's a great question. This is another company that I wanted to leave in the past. Now, you don't do, do you still have PayPal? <coughs> no, I sold it. Okay, good. Me too. Yeah, no, I sold it. Good. Oh, look at another Kathy Woodstock. Not even close to where it was trading at <laughs> three years ago. Um, look, how, look how flat it is. It literally has not moved. It's yeah. a, all these Kathy Wood companies. You know what's funny, though? I, too, like... Like less people being on it, I feel like the like and the you got service Go- is like worse now. Yeah, <laughs> and you got like Google Meets and stuff. You All got other stuff, stuff right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go to Zoom video. Let's see what these numbers are looking like. Yeah, I mean that. What's Zoom at now? Seventy-two. Ah. the The pandemic was literally the greatest example, the greatest experience to go through as a stock market investor to see what things actually happen. Like now we know when the world when the world goes through something like COVID. Stocks like this will literally jump up 10x. Just same thing with uh, with Peloton. That's just just because people are so yeah. reliant on 
those products and services that become so important in such a short period of time, those stocks will actually go up 10x. Then it literally, as soon as the world go, goes back to normal a little bit, all these products and services are like gone. You know, they lose all their growth. Everything it goes straight back down. So it's literally the perfect example of how the stock market reacts based off of what's going on in the world. So, okay, let's see. Zoom, revenue averaging 96% growth in the last five years, only because of pretty much what happened during the pandemic from 2020 to 2022. They had some good numbers. But now we're looking at, what, $4 billion in 2022 of revenue, and then a little bit over four for 2023. So... Again, the growth is pretty much gone, right? And then what's more important is the net income, which if we look at that, that peaked at $1.3 billion in 2022. 2023, it went way down, and it's only $100 million. So it's just another reason not to own the stock, right? There, there's no consistency here. There's, they're not doing anything crazy special. Yeah, like we're talking about, they're not doing anything game-changing. They're not doing anything innovative or game-changing. Yeah. So Zoom, I don't know. But maybe it... It, 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 I don't. That's not gonna. I see it. I see it being in even, line. Even Apple did something with like their video stuff. Like, but you can FaceTime on Samsung phones now. You that's can? something. Innovative. You can. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I think Zoom's just gonna be a same thing as the. It's not gonna do horrible, but it's not gonna do amazing. I think it's gonna be in the middle. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, um, we should have a f funeral for Zoom though. A funeral. <laughs> it did like it was like one of the like definitely like. For that year, it's all yeah. It is like our number one tool, how we communicated, yeah, it did work. School. I mean, I still use it all the time, but it's been a while since I use them. In a while, I'm I think probably the last time we did like a episode or something. I yeah. think that's probably like the last time. I, I mean, I'm one. I'm gonna use it for a meeting in an hour from now, so you know, it's still useful to me. But okay, next up, next question. I, I think that's the last topic too. No, no. Should you be scared when someone says the market crash was? We coming? talked about that already. We're on to kind Disney of. Problem. We didn't. I we didn't really answer that question directly. I mean. Oh well, no, because every every year someone says it. Pretty much. Everybody says the same. That's why I don't like those people because they're always wrong. I mean, like yeah, they're right. always wrong. You're right. Like say the stock market has only gone up. You could pick one. You could find one year here and there. Every every decade. It's like the same year. thing as like a broken clock is right like twice a yeah. day. Yeah. That, that's exactly what it is. Right. Like you get two. Every 50 tries or whatever. If you follow their advice, you would lose so much money. Just like if you listen to um, Kathy Wood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's. I mean, that's a little bit different. But, well, <laughs> no, sh that's different. That's different. <laughs> All right. But uh, now this is our last question, though. This is actually, this was like some big news surrounding Disney, and I was this past week or so. But I was just thinking to myself, 2024 might be a very, very rough year for Disney. You think and so Also still? in the movie industry as a whole. Why? Because this past week, you know, Jonathan Majors, the lead guy for like the Avengers movie, who's supposed to be like the number one guy, he was um, let go by Disney because of he was found guilty with the. I think he was in court. No, he was in court for domestic violence abuse really? and all of that. Disney actually let him go this past week. So, in the past, what like five, seven years, he was supposed to be the next like. What was uh, his job? He was um he's gonna play Emperor Kang. So he's oh. like the big villain. Oh. So he's going to be the next Thanos. He was going to be the next Ronnie Downey Jr. for at least the next 10 years for Disney. But he's gone. Also, um, no, with the writer strike that was going on. They're yeah. going back, but this is a, they missed a whole right. six so now plus eight a, months of there's development. There's a huge delay now. Yeah. yeah. 
Like they had a Snow White movie that they've been like doing for a couple years. Disney it's supposed to come out this upcoming year. It won't come out to like 2025, 2026. Yeah, yeah. So, and yeah, plus that's, that's next year point. the you talk about superhero movies. The only superhero movie coming out is like Deadpool and something else. Well, I, you know, you know what though. They might just rush some stuff, and here's the other thing that happened during that time. But you know what? We had, we, had this, we had this thing called AI come out during that same time, which is going to fast-forward a lot of things. That could speed up the process. One thing about movies, they have to be good. They have to be somewhat good. I think they're going to use AI. I think that's going to make things a lot faster. And for what, like write scripts and yeah, all that? For the whole pro- for yeah, for the whole process. What, Problem what, with movies, what, is they have to be good. What can you not? What can you not? Problem with movies, what can, they have to what be can good. AI not help you with? AI pretty much can help you with everything. Pictures, videos, writings, website building. They anything. don't show emotions, though. Emotions with script writing that invoke you're, people to want to keep watching. Well, you're, and you're kind of right. Movies. But you don't, But I, I think that they I think they they, still they, they probably have been always been doing that. But still, the movies have to be good. If the movies are good, it's useless. Well, Disney always Disney makes a bunch of bad movies along with their good ones. Yeah, but the Marvel movies, they've been bombing. Like the last Captain Marvel movie bombed. Yeah. Um, Go to DC. They just stopped their entire DC uh, movie universe. That was a complete failure. So, hmm. it was gonna be rough though. Like we, the riot strike is over, but we still haven't like seen the effects of it yet. Yeah, because yeah. movie shows they take time to make. Right. You know? Well, it'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Very interesting to see when you look at Disney. Uh, Disney still got to do with the. Uh, DeSantis situation down is in Florida. Is that still going on? I think so. When I go down there, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. You should <laughs> go to the Disney World, though. Fun place. <laughs> if you go to Disney World, go to Epcot. Make sure, make Epcot. sure that's Yeah, Epcot. Okay. Got like a, a food and wine festival. Fun. Hmm. Okay. And then go to Ireland. They got some good food there. Ireland has the best food and drinks. That's what? That's in Disney World? Yeah, Disney World. At that. Really? Okay. Epcot Park. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Orlando's. I went to Universal Studios. Go to Disney, though. Yeah, okay. I forgot. I haven't been. To, I haven't been there. In I mean, so Universal long. Studios is fun too, but go to Disney World just for Epcot, though. I thought it was just for kids. No, Epcot's for adults. Like they changed it up. Like I'm telling you, they have like a food and wine festival. Okay, they got, like, okay. Drinks. But go to Ireland. What else is nice? Um, yeah, Ireland. I think was the best in China. Okay, that's China cool. had the best thing. But that's yeah, cool. so it's gonna be. I think, in my personal opinion, this is gonna have it. They're gonna have to be shut down the boots. And, they have you, to you, figure you, out those. But it's gonna be the same thing for all the other content. Makers, right? Very true. Netflix very true. and HBO and everyone, Hulu and everyone should have some struggle with that. It's, it's been a while since we had like a big show pop up. I can't think of like that. Yeah. Like, change the world, like um, that one Netflix show with the uh, Squid Games. Yeah, I haven't seen a Squid Games yeah. or something. HBO has had nothing either, so it's kind of been nothing really. So those companies got to figure out something. I thought Squid Games Two is supposed to be coming out. Yeah, I don't know when though. Okay. Yeah, so people are gonna watch that. I have never seen it, but yeah, people. You never watched watch. it? No. Oh, it's good. I don't want to watch it. Why? Just don't want to. Oh, okay. All right, but that's finally ends. Um, I guess this episode. Stock talk with Josh and Nico. Nico, what else you got to add? That's it. Yeah. Thank you all for the constant support for this entire year. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yes, we love all of you. Thank you for all your constant support. Shout out to everyone that's watching on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Anchor, do we have Anchor? No. Well, now it's just Spotify. SoundCloud. Yeah. Um, also, <laughs> thank you for everyone that's tuning in on the radio now at WGLB, 1230 AM and 104.7 FM, the voice and face of the region. Thank you all for li- listening. Tune in. Shout out to our TikTok um, audience. <laughs> Don't know how many people's up in there, but thank you all for 
Um, just staying here, listen to us, episode 55, just talk about whatever, really. But, yeah, it's been a cool episode, cool episode. Um, last hoorah for the year. Um, like I said, we're recording this day before Christmas Eve. I might drop it on sometime Wednesday, okay. something like that. But, yeah, Wednesday to video Friday, whatever. But, yeah, thank you all once again. Merry Christmas to you all. And nothing else to add, though. That's it. Yeah. And it's a greener days ahead, people. Bye-bye.